Welcome to Sportsy. Let's talk sports. It's it's been some time that we've been talking about multiple aspects of sports. Uh, we have spoken about sports commercialization. We have spoken spoken about the athlete development. We have spoken about uh, athlete management. We have spoken about branding, marketing, education. Today, on occasion of India's National Sports Day, 29th August, we are going to talk to Deep Mukherjee on making India play. Deep has been a business head and CEO. having expertise in strategy pnl corporate development in multiple companies he has been part of leadership team at star sports he launched the star sports network set up the commentary teams for live and the studio content work named his office on sports he is currently driving lot of strategic initiative on sports and youth youth teams he is working on with government of india on khelo india led inclusion in sports in curriculum in new academic policy of nep 2020 He was appointed as the CEO of CII National Sports Committee for the period of 2017 to 2020. He has been nominated as a member at UNESCO Geneva in 2019-2020. Before coming into sports, he had a big career in the human side of business. Today, we have with us Deep Mukherjee, Senior Corporate VP, Strategy, Sports Development, and New Initiative at Star TV Network, talking to us about. making india play on the occasion of national sports day thank you for all the encouragement that you are giving us on sports day thank you for liking and sharing it please do subscribe on our channel sports day says on youtube as well as please subscribe to all the handles across facebook instagram twitter we really appreciate your support we are here to talk about sports so let's talk sports on sports day says please do subscribe thank you deep it's great to have you on on sportsy let's talk sports today it's privilege to have you here on the platform uh, on the day specifically which is national sports day and uh, it's uh, it's great to talk to somebody who is in the helm of the whole making india play initiative in india with star sports and cii so if you can tell us quick uh, uh, your journey that we have seen uh, heard about from software to hr to sports so if you can give us a quick uh, background so it will be really fun to understand what it means to follow the passion and where you are uh, thank you sadat um, for having me on your uh, channel and uh, it's great to be here and good to see you uh, yes there's been a fascinating journey and uh, when i reflect back uh, it's actually the dots existed i just kept on uh, following the dots and at hindsight it gets connected now but i must confess when i started off uh, that's not how i saw it I had joined um, uh, from my campus a uh, SCL group company called NIIT, uh, and I was where I worked across the country or on and outside on various projects on IT services, uh, on software services, education training, etc. And then I happened to join a company called Go4i, which was promoted by Hindustan Times and Chase Capital, where I was responsible for running a vertical on careers called Go for Careers. Yeah. Um, and one thing led to the other and that was my initiation into the world of hr services and i happened to find myself as one of the uh, co-founders for a company called team lease which was which became india's largest hr uh, staffing services company with a very successful ipo in 2016 uh, and as i was looking at consolidating my my position there in the hr services uh, star reached out for a very uh, unique project they were about to launch they wanted me to be part of the project team 
this was about uh, skills and education using television as a, as a channel which i thought was very very uh, innovative and uh, out of the uh, world at that point of time uh, but i think um, uh, before we could uh, embark on that journey the investment by star in sports happened very bought out our a joint venture partner espn in, in india and relaunched star sports in a new light uh, and my responsibility was really to put together the entire commentary um, team across sports uh, within the network which was a very unique and a very fascinating uh, experience because i had seen all these heroes uh, play when i was growing up and it was uh, a surreal feeling to uh, work with them whether it's kapil dev or sunil gavaskar or seema akram uh, uh, shane won rahul dravid so on and so forth Uh, but it was extremely great uh, learning to uh, work with these um, uh, sports uh, people across multiple sports and uh, sometimes later the uh, managing director that time mr sanjeev gupta who was also the chairman of the cii national sports committee wanted me to be part of his team to driving initiative at in grassroots sports which is when i joined him and um, um, it's it's been a great uh, experience to be part of the sports committee for the last 3 years since 2017 and uh, as the ceo of the committee and drive various initiatives uh, on grassroots sports uh, making india play really uh, came from there and we'll talk about it as we move forward yes so that's really and been the journey so far ek that's amazing journey and uh, you just touched upon the making india play and that's the theme for the day on national sports day making india play so if you can tell us about what what is making india play and how actually it, it came to exist so making india play is about an initiative uh, to promote grassroots in the country and to develop sporting culture in the country we believe that if sports has to grow in this country two things have to happen one um, there should be more opportunities for people to play especially our children and second private enterprise has to see it as a business opportunity which is it is then the, that making india play was born with the vision of making 300 million children play sports one hour daily mm-hmm. with the assumption that um, the, you know the entire school going children which is about 300 million in this country across 2 million schools should be playing sports for at least an hour every day which is uh, also the who norms of healthy living for uh, for children Uh, so making india play had three point agenda really one was to drive the participation of sports in education so make sports integral part of the education mm-hmm. so the child in the country uh, plays sport as much as he or she does english hindi physics maths as a subject that was one second was to drive more investment opportunities in this country because while sports has grown in this country for the last 5 to 6 years time it's really been a top down approach where there's IPL and ISL and PKL but i think the country of our size and magnitude needs a multiple a multitude of sporting events uh, at grassroots level at block level district level state level and that was the intent of uh, this is the intent of making india play to make your bottom sub really getting the private in- enterprise to get involved from an investment standpoint Um, and the third agenda really has been to develop a sporting culture in this country where people value sports and uh, see sports as part of their day to day life just the way um, uh, it happens in australia or us where a weekend or a sunday morning really is is, is kept aside for not a sporting initiatives and activities so that's really making india play and uh, i am very happy to report that uh, some of the agenda which we have started off three years back have had a huge improvement in the in the positive direction 
And I'm extremely happy to see the way making their play has grown in the last few years. Wow. And uh, while you're talking about the making India play, that's that's where I got a, got an opportunity to meet with you and uh, and understand the whole uh, whole aspect of making India play and what can we do. And believe me, it's, it's so fascinating. That 300 million, we are the youngest country in the world, and 300 million kids playing one hour every day is uh, is something that is a dream that to see uh, get uh, getting realized in India. So. Uh, while we, while the making india play was happening we also had a start of khelo india and star sport had a big initiative and big uh, role to play in khelo india so how do you think the impact of khelo india is been on making india play or or vice versa sure so i think let me give you a quick statistics uh, in india the average play time for a child is about 40 minutes a week okay if you compare it with the, with, with the global um, the global level in developed countries, almost 14 to 15 hours a week. So that's the kind of difference we are really talking about. And I think it's really imperative that we make our kids go out and play. Um, and uh, I thought we thought the best way to do that is to make them make it a part of their uh, educational uh, you know, drive. Where every child, irrespective of his or her interest in sports, get such opportunity to play there with the intent of having fun and playing not with not with the intent of you know necessarily becoming a champion right you see uh, we have uh, treated uh, sports as an outcome variable in our country for a very long time and in, in the reality is actually input factor is an input factor to holistic development and growth education and etc etc and i think we have been saying for a very long time that we need to start looking at sports with the lens of education we need to start looking at sports as an input variable to quality education. And it is with this in mind that we approach the uh, government to um, embark on um, sports in a curriculum, uh, the curriculum level. Mm. And I'm extremely happy to see, uh, say that the uh, Ministry of Human Resources and Development reciprocated in a very positive manner and launched uh, the program called Samagra Siksha which is about some holistic yes. development in, in, uh, in uh, school and something which we have actively involved in. Uh, and I'm extremely, also I'm extremely happy to say that the Central Board of Secondary Education, which is the largest education board in this country, uh, mandated one sports period a day for all classes. Uh, this, uh, this, I think, has been a huge landmark movement in this country. Among the things which we, do, we were propagating is um, making a including sports in curriculum and the new education policy which was being spearheaded by Dr. Kasturi Rangan that point of time. Mm -hmm. And among the various initiatives which we have been driving, I think I'm happy to say that the uh, inclusion of sports and curriculum has been taken up in the yes. new NEP 2020, which is a very, very reassuring. Uh, Hello India is an initiative by the Ministry of Youth Affairs and Sports, which I believe, uh, which I think is a, will go a long way to make sports uh, a part of our school life. It's actually an event which um, happens over a two to three week period where schools, uh, children, on where the various faculties compete on various sports. Kelo uh, India is really an outcome, the way we see it. It's the outcome of an event which is a sports tournament, really. Right. Making India play is an input. The way we see it, it's an input to encompass more and more schools in the country to ensure that every child gets a chance to play and then compete at, lab, at various level, and then eventually moves into a Kelo India format of competition. Okay. So the intent at our end uh, with the Ministry of Sports is to 
increase the base of the Kelo India and really uh, make it a larger event or spanning about six to eight months than the two to three weeks, which is now. Mm -hmm. uh, two things will happen as a fallout of that. It will become a um, uh, very integral part of the school sports system and will encourage more children to play and participate. And with right. the quality of the game will only go on to improve. So Kelo India and making India play are, are complementary to each other and mm -hmm. really contribute to the whole cause of making sports a part of our culture, which is also the uh, initiative by the Government of India, Ministry of Sports, as well as the CIA National Committee on Sports. Right. Uh, as, as you rightly said, uh, the Making India Play and Hello India together can actually become our culture. And my, uh, it actually leads to my next question, which was uh, around, in India, we talk about and uh, some of the numbers that you mentioned, the 40, 40 minutes a week is, is something that is like, it's really shocking. Uh, but to go, to go with those numbers, I think uh, one thing we have to do is get sports into the lifestyle. So uh, yeah. at one side, we have participative sport and one side we have competitive sports. So how do you think uh, that it actually can have, uh, we can have a, uh, find a balance between competitive and participative to, to inculcate sports into our lifestyle. So what is that government can do or also star sports or CIA can do or propose to make it happen to get into lifestyle? Sure. So I think, uh, let me give you a few examples, you know, and which are very, very um, heartwarming uh, is, uh, events on sports will happen across the country. There's a, um, a hockey festival that happens in Kur called Kodagu Hockey Festival, which I think is one of its kind in the world. And I had the um, privilege of visiting uh, a few years back as uh, the chief guest of the, the event. It's a fascinating one because the whole community comes together on a single point agenda of playing hockey. Uh, within the community. So people come from far away countries outside the country, outside of India and congregate in Kur um, uh, and uh, the entire event is run as a um, uh, carnival time for the whole society to come together, participative sport, but very competitive hockey is really played with the uh, cup go uh, going to the winner and so on and so forth. The local industry gets involved through uh, sponsorships and advertisements and all of that. The local government gets involved. And I think what most encouraging is that the entire society comes together and comes uh, to play that uh, event. Okay, so that's one. Similarly, if I see an event called the Baby League in Shillong, started by my close friend uh, Larsing uh, Ming Saiwan, it's about um, uh, kids uh, coming out playing football on alternate um, uh, weekends. And I think some extremely good football is played, but more importantly, the entire society again comes together. Uh, similarly, there is another in, uh, incident which I had been part of, which is Nasik Adventure Sports Festival. Mm -hmm. Now, all these all these experiments really are about getting the society to participate in sports, with the outcome of a um, uh, competitive sport uh, being there. Uh, so, I have mind. I think um, the participative sport, the competitive sport, exists side by side. Uh, is really complementary the other one. Um, and as I keep saying, uh, I think what India needs today is a multitude of sporting events, whatever level. It could be a, a school level, it could be a district level, it could be state level, uh, panchayat level. And I think as we create more uh, sporting events, 
two things happen. One, the culture of sports starts seeping into our lives and we look forward to that event happening on a particular day or particular days of the month. I think your um, competitive spirit is to participate and win in those sports goes up and we see some very competitive and quality sports happening there as well. So this uh, actually runs side by side. One does not replace the other, but the one actually accentuates the other. This at the, at the end is something that we want to see, which is a lifestyle. And uh, that's right. We, that's yeah, right. And you spoke about pockets. So I have uh, uh, Ming is a very close friend as well. So I, I whenever I get to go there and we get to see what the passion that he has towards the sport beyond Shillong Lajong FC and the way he develops that and uh, some right. things. So, but unfortunately, what we see is India is still working on in the pockets when it comes to sports and not getting the holistic view of the everything that can happen across India. And I think the Making India Play with 300 million kids, if they can play one hour every day, uh, they are going to be part of the whole of India uh, in, in five years as as the adults. And I think that that is what the whole lifestyle change can happen. Uh, so, uh, while we are on this topic and you spoke about uh, the CBSC board having uh, implemented the whole uh, the new policy about sports development. We also uh, know that uh, you had uh, presented a paper in UN in Geneva on the sports development and how the whole Making India Play is going to make impact on India's cultural development towards sports. So, do we get to see the finally sports as a part of SDGs with this or is it something else beyond that can happen? No, I think I must um, uh, share that the, um, so I was part, I have, I'm currently the part of intergovernmental body on sports and physical education at the UN in Geneva. It's called CIGEPS, the C-I-J-E-P-S. This is a body which really works very closely for propagating um, the cause of um, education, quality education, SDG, and intends to use sports as a very strong integral part of improving the quality of education. And I must, I was absolutely impressed with the kind of data points which I saw emerge from various parts of the world which where, where the UN is working on. Uh, in terms of collating data on how many children are participating in sports, what has been the improvement level in their academics, what has been the kind of uh, changeover in the societal uh, behavior, what kind of uh, in, uh, impact has it made on diversity and inclusion. So we, we are realizing that um, uh, sports can actually go on to contribute in a very big way on improving the quality of education. I must share this with you. Um, as for the Brookings Institution in Washington, they have a report which says that it takes six generations to bridge the education gap between a developed and a developing nation, unless until some really innovative tools are employed. So very profound, which basically means that our children will not be able to compete with their counterparts in the developed countries until unless some really innovative tools are employed to leapfrog education. So to my mind, uh, and I've been propagating this with the government as well, sports to my mind is that low cost, high impact strategy, which can actually leapfrog education and developing economies. Mm -hmm. Now we all know that sports actually goes on to improve the uh, personality traits, behavioral traits in children, but there's empirical data now emerging which says that actually good for academic learning as well as learning outcomes. Right. And that's something we believe can really go a long way to improve the quality of education in developing nations. And that is what uh, the UN um, the mission is also all about, to improve the quality, uh, the, to uh, work on the education SDG, using sports as a very integral part of as an input factor. Mm -hmm. um, 
it, to my mind, I think India is um, uh, um, quite uh, far um, in terms of the some of the policies and ideas. I think it's the challenge we are facing today is because of the size. Some of the things uh, are not easily implementable, okay. given the size, demography, and the spread of spread of our country. And I think that's one of the things we have been trying to drive at CIS Sports is can we drive some pilots in parts of the country which can become models of success and can be replicated across uh, the length and breadth. So we have uh, identified um, uh, a, a set of states in the country where we are embarking on this grassroots initiative, implementation uh, patterns, uh, some models which can really become a benchmark and can be uh, extrapolated across the country. Mm. So I, I am also mindful of the fact that these things do not happen overnight. It's not a one-year, two-year, three-year game. It's a long-term play. And I think it's important that we drive the whole initiative with a long-term uh, impact factor in mind. To my mind, in the next five to six years' time, we definitely see some quality improvement happening at the grassroots level. Excellent. And, uh, and yes, that is what we want to see as well because we have to see India beyond cricket. We want to see India not a disappointment after every four years and the encouragement after every th every year that we want to see uh, the India to have and this is what the right uh, approach is. Uh, you, you spoke about the, 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 the demographic challenges or the implementation challenges that India specifically has uh, irrespective of any policies. So the, in the CBSC curriculum, the, the, the policy that you're talking about, about uh, you know, sports being inclusive in the whole overall education system. So how do you think that can be implemented and what are the immediate benefits that we are going to see? So I think CBSE has been extremely progressive with their initiative on um, uh, developmental education. Uh, if you see the earlier notification which mandated one sports period uh, for every uh, CBSE school in the country, which I think is a very, very um, progressive one. This is another notification is on introduction of vocational education on physical education in schools. Mm -hmm. So I think if you look at both the notifications in totality, it brings about a radical shift in the way sports has been seen in this country. Unfortunately for us, for a very long time, we have seen sports as extracurricular activity. You know, it's seen as the indulgence which you do beyond school hours. So if you want to play sports, you typically stay back after the school and play, become a part of the football or a volleyball or whatever, cricket or whatever. I think for the first time, they're actually saying, look, you know, every child, has to get a chance to play. And I think moment is integrated with the, with the school period system whereby um, there is a, a fixed schedule for maths, physics, English, Hindi, sports. It becomes a part of our lifestyle. Right. Um, how they implement it is something which uh, CBSE has been working on over um, uh, for the last uh, few months. And I am extremely happy to see the uh, change uh, progress they have made. Uh, this is also a very big movement at their end, considering the fact that the school system is very strongly embedded in terms of the timeline and the number of hours a, a day once yes. the children have to be in schools and all that. Uh, so ha it hasn't been easy. But I think I see a tremendous change um, uh, in terms of implementing the whole uh, uh, notification uh, by CBSC. Unfortunately, the COVID-19 has um, uh, taken it back by a few uh, months. Uh, but I'm sure that once we reopen and we start um, going back to our lives, we will again see the resurgence of sports. Uh, just to add on one more point there, among the various things which we um, uh, 
suggested to the uh, ministry was also a training, a capsule training for teachers to train children on on sports because it's it's very easy to say okay children should play but there is a mechanism to make children play there is a, it's a okay. full blown science it's not something that they go out and start doing on their own so there's a there's a uh, you know uh, gross move fine gross movement uh, hand eye coordination uh, uh, it's it's a modular structure really right. and at our end what we we did a pilot program with uh, about 50 odd uh, schools in the in the north who were brought together and uh, imparted a training which has been endorsed and validated by the mhrd Mm-hmm. i think that gives us tremendous amount of confidence that this can be taken across to even the remotest locations in the country and uh, for implementation standpoint uh, coupled with various sporting events uh, which we launched whether it's kabaddi fest or soccer fest in the country it only makes the case for uh, children looking forward to sports very aggressively so children play and there is a event which happens almost on a weekly basis which allows them to compete in a competitive manner mm-hmm. like you said earlier so it's participation and competition running hand to hand in hand and that's really been the model which we have been uh, you know uh, running across to uh, pilot locations in the park that is that is very encouraging and really uh, wish that we had something like this uh, 30 years back when we were in the school days probably few more champions would have come out uh, and not uh, india wouldn't have lost uh, uh, to few more champions but uh, right. nevertheless this is really good to uh, this is really good to know uh, what what is happening at the cbs level and finally we'll get to see a sports teacher is not bullied by the maths teacher and the english teacher and uh, right. he gets his, uh, right. he and she gets their own due and their own Absolutely. period uh, so uh, we spoke about how, what is the policy what is making india play how is the policy happening or how the school is implementing uh, in making india play you spoke about another very big aspect of investment coming into sports so uh, we have seen reliance foundation playing a big role jsw is is been uh, doing a phenomenal job then there are multiple things uh, also we have uh, companies like uh, og olympic gold quest go sports and uh, all those people are playing a big role in the whole uh, ecosystem so how do you think more and more corporates can come forward and get benefit uh, uh, benef- be beneficial towards the do- development of sports in india through making india play i think we have to understand that um, um, sports is a investment opportunity now and i think for a long time we run we have run sports on borrowed money we run sports for csr money yes. uh, which is okay to as a, as a ball kicker but it's not a something which is long term sustainable um, i fundamentally believe that um, uh, sports revolution is uh, in the uh, making in the next 4 to 5 years time if you look if you look carefully in the last 5 years i mean there's one sector which have had a explosive growth is really the sports sector yes we have had we have had uh, almost uh, every sport now has a successful league uh, with great fan following great great participation and great revenue model i think if you look back uh, 30 to um, uh, 25 to 30 years in this country we have had two large revolutions one was it revolution and other was the telecom revolution Yes. So both these revolutions were run on the back of private enterprise, where investment by private enterprise happened, favorable policies by the government, and a and a very very participative society through training, through buying computers, learning the the interest of learning computers, so on and so forth. I see the same thing happen in the sports domain. 
where I think the private enterprise has to step into as an investment opportunity. Government policies, which you see in shoots with Hello India and Fit India, and um, the um, uh, society has to come together to make sports, uh, adopt sports a part of their cultural change happening in the, in the country. I think I'm very, very uh, sure on the uh, private enterprises' uh, uh, visibility on sports in the next four to five years' time. If you look at a data point, India sports in the Indian sports industry is about two to two point five billion dollars, approximately. Okay. Now you can take the COVID factor and reduce it by some points, but essentially that's the kind of market size. It's this has to be a fifteen billion dollar come the industry in the next five years' time. So that's the kind of quantum growth we're talking about. In the current context, we contribute about 0.1% of the, of the GDP. In some developed countries like UK, uh, sports contributes almost 2% of the GDP. So that's again the kind of we are talking about. And these are important fact, data points because I think the way uh, the country will grow, the investment in sports and the, out, the output from sports industry will only uh, keep growing. I am of the view that uh, revolutions are not uh, made on borrowed money. Revolutions have to be fought with investments. And I think that's the way I see the sports industry evolving next to five years, five to six years time. Like some of the names you talked about, whether it's uh, OGQ or the JSW or Reliance Foundation, I think so many um, opportunities in sports exist, not only at the top end, but even at the bottom end. You know, With content now going hyper-local in this country, thanks to uh, the uh, advent of the OTT devices, I think it's really important to create a lot of multitude of sporting events at various levels. So as a, as a consumer, while I am keen to know what's happening at an international level or at a national level, I'm also keen on knowing what's happening at my Mohalla level or my neighborhood level. And I think that's the kind of sync we need to build on sports. Um, uh, and once that happens, investment happens, uh, participation of media happens, and a participation of the society happens to come out and play, uh, we'll see a tremendous change uh, running through our country. Uh, if I give you another data point, if you look at the university sports in US, is about um, $18 billion. Yes. If I look at a comparison of that from Indian standpoint, India has 300 million children across 2 million schools. Now, if you're able to create some kind of model on tournaments on school sports, look at the kind of opportunity we're talking about. And I think private enterprises start looking at those opportunities at a grassroots level and not necessarily look at the top end level and make those investments to reap benefits moving forward. Excellent. I think uh, this is really good. And uh, as you as you rightly said, uh, the the wars cannot be uh, won on the borrowed money. I think it is something that we have to make sure that the there's the right approach and uh, somebody a, a powerhouse like Star coming together with CII giving the uh, thing to government and also CBSC, the one of the biggest body actually uh, implementing that. I think it shows a good uh, side to the whole thing. So, uh, in the whole uh, aspect, uh, Deep, we always know that India is the place where we follow a lot of uh, idols. Like there's a uh, we follow Dhoni or we follow Kohli or uh, PV Sindhu and all those things. So, do you think in the whole thing that uh, we can actually see a lot of heroes and sheroes getting made? which is going to be inspirational for kids to follow because they want to follow something that they can be. While we, at one side, we make an advertisement that I don't want to be next Sachin Tendulkar, I want to be next Siddharth Deshmukh. Perfectly fine. That is good for the advertisement. But still, people will pick up that bat and try to imitate Rahul Dravid or Sachin Tendulkar or a helicopter like Mahi. So, 
how do you think the content side which also a big side for star and uh, the making india play which is where the content is there and content can be published can play a role together towards making this heroes and sheroes nestle needs um, heroes and sheroes like you like you said mm-hmm. you need to have role models you need to have role models at a national level at international level but also at a local level i should be able to look up uh, ronaldo at a, at a global level i should be able to look at a chhetri uh, or baichung at a uh, you know a national level i should also be able to look at someone at my at my state level my district level my mohalla level etc and i think that's the nature of sports where you create heroes um, who inspire me who inspire me to come out and play and as i move on in in my in in my in my play life i evolving and my heroes also keep evolving Right. so i think it's really important to give an opportunity for a lot of heroes to emerge so if you look at it khelo india for example um uh, created opportunity for a lot of local heroes which we never knew existed you know so if you look at nisar ahmed who, um, who came across as a strong athletic um, uh, capability was unknown figure till the time the last two last year khelo india and i think that's the model of sports so if you when you're creating multiple sporting events you're also creating opportunities for heroes to emerge and it is these heroes who inspire the large part of the population at a local level to make them to make people come out and play uh, i am extremely convinced on the fact that as you create opportunities for uh, events uh, you will have media gravitating uh, towards that and as we have uh, media gravitating towards content more content gets created so it's a right. it's a cycle which gets formed and that's right. the right way to move forward in the in sports um, in any part of the world really very, very well put through and uh, while we are on the topic of content and the media and broadcasting i just want to know uh, and also the grassroots i just want to know what are the career options available for the aspirants in the in the grassroots industry uh, or the sports development industry in india so i think uh, um, you know we were trying to do a study few um, a few years back on the uh, what kind of uh, job creation happens in the sports industry unfortunately there is no data point which exists as of now you know and it is very important to quickly map it out i come from a staffing background and i am aware of the fact that um, you know i can if i draw a parallel i would say that every season of ipl would be creating at least 50000 jobs temp on a temp, temporary yeah. basis which really uh, come alive and die along with the season but nevertheless they are jobs yeah. and i think that's the way to start monitoring uh, job creation in in this country you know we unfortunately attach jobs with with a with a, with a longevity uh, with with a you know almost like government jobs but i think that the genesis of jobs is undergoing a change and with covid 19 is going even bigger changes there correct so i think first and foremost you have to understand that the job creation is at multiple level it it is at a you know player level it's at a support level it's at a business level it's at a, a production level right. and i think we have started remapping out and creating those um, skill areas and national occupation standards which have to be identified and developed for people to start making a becoming a part of that i think the sports um, uh, and fitness um, uh, skill council is doing some good work on that and coming out with a set of national occupation standards on sports i think in the days to come uh, i'm which i'm i hope it sooner than later uh, they will come out with their recommendation on the jobs on uh, job categories which industry has to start 
looking at as a uh, input point for hiring hiring decisions. And I think the academics, academia, institutions, institutions across the country really have to start investing on those um, skill areas to create um, uh, future professionals. Right. We have to be mindful of the fact that job creation will not necessarily be a long term one. So you, you will have to have a combination of skills which you need to have for becoming part of the sports industry. Uh, and then you specialize in a particular domain uh, moving forward. But right. yes, in the next um, uh, three to five years time, I see the explosion in the sports uh, related jobs happening in this country. Just to leave you with one data point, you know, one of, one of the recommendations uh, we have made, if sports education is made mandated across all schools in the country, we can give rise to about 1 to 1.5 million jobs on an immediate basis. So that's the kind of growth and opportunity we are really talking about. Yeah, so, uh, yeah and I think this is, these are the staggering numbers. And as you said in between, right, uh, we have seen only two revolutions in India. One is IT and one is telecom. And... Uh, People want to. People need to understand. This is a sunrise industry, and uh, not every generation right. gets to work with it. I think Absolutely. it's a, yeah. And uh, we are lucky to be part of this, and also the the uh, the whole magnitude that India actually can bring to table if we can use it well to our advantage. I think it's a phenomenal opportunity that we have. So uh, deep with uh, with keeping time in check, I just wanted to get uh, one last question from you on the occasion of uh, National Sports Day today. What is your message to the kids? who are playing their uh, parents uh, who are confused about how much to play, what to play and what to do. And uh, overall, the uh, overall pe people out there uh, who some from somebody who is running the, the strategy and development for uh, one of the biggest star world like star sports, CII sports. So what is your message to everybody who is listening to this on National Sports Day today? So I think uh, uh, it's really, really important to understand and I'm uh, that not every child who plays will become a world-class champion. That's not the intent really. Um, but it's really important that every child plays for the fun playing. And I think I put a lot of emphasis on the fact that, uh, um, you know, children must have fun. I think it's most uh, important to step out and play for the fun of playing without any pressure points there. And I must say, that one of, during one of my discussions with Dr. Kasturi Rangan, uh, it, needed, it took a scientist to come out and make it so easy to understand. Not every child who studies science becomes a scientist. You know? So I see no reason why every child who learns sports has to become a champion in, in, in future. And I think that's a very profound statement. It may sound very, uh, very, very easy, but it's a really very strong statement. So a message to all parents, um, teachers, principals, as well as children, is to uh, not to have the pressure of necessarily performing. Most of the time, we take our coaching camps very seriously. We believe that since I've been part of a coaching camp, I necessarily have to be part of the India, India team or you know, um, play the Olympics or the uh, whatever. I don't think there should be any, number one, any pressure point. If you're good, you automatically go to, the, go to the grind and move to the next level. But it's really important for parents to understand that it's a part of the education process for a child. Just the way a parent is concerned about a child's report card uh, in maths and English and physics, etc., etc., it's really important for the, for the parent to be concerned about the child's report card and physical uh, uh, attributes. What is his strength? What is his or her strength? Uh, what is the BMI? What is the kind of tenacity he has or he or she has? You know, what is a, a, a fine uh, uh, gross gross movement and uh, body movements, etc. So I think 
my message has will be to make it very simple make children go out play uh, let them have a um, go at playing at least one hour every day uh, uh, there's no compromises on that and that's the fundamental we can do to give them a healthy and a overall development uh, as per the who norms really if you are able to do that um, trust me uh, i am i have no doubts in my mind that, that india will see a really upswing in terms of the medal winning capability uh, uh, or uh, in olympics or creation of more um, champions in days to come it's important to increase the base of the pyramid uh, and uh, have fun and as we do it we'll automatically create a culture of sports in this country excellent i think uh, adeep it could have couldn't have been put better that not every student who studies science becomes a scientist uh, i was talking to sharath kamal and he said one thing that parents can wait for their kids to become engineer for 16 17 years but they want the fast results when it comes to sports why right. not why not <laughs> why not let they enjoy the process i think it is something uh, goes in the same line and uh, very well said i think uh, the message was loud and clear is making india play is let the kids be kids let them enjoy let them play have fun and let them have out- outdoor so with with that deep really appreciate your time thanks a lot uh, for all the wonderful uh, insight that you gave and uh, couldn't have been any better day than today uh, which is national sport day to talk about uh, one of the biggest mission in india which is making india play thank you uh, deep and stay safe thank you um, uh, siddharth pleasure talking to you and um, uh, and i hope uh, you, you are able to uh, extrapolate this whole uh, medium uh for driving uh, consumption of sports in this country best wishes to you and like you, like you said stay well and stay safe thank you take care thank you thank you for all the encouragement that you are giving us on sportsy thank you for liking and sharing it please do subscribe on our channel sportsy says on youtube as well as please subscribe to all the handles across facebook instagram twitter We really appreciate your support. We are here to talk about sports, so let's talk sports on Sports He Says. Please do subscribe. Thank you. Mm-hmm.